0: The charm. <laughs> this is the third time we've tried to record this. The first time it didn't work. The second time the podcast started with a cough. The third time. It's a winner. And you said good morning and it's <laughs> evening. So. But who
1: knows? I listen to podcasts in the morning.
0: Oh, yeah. Good morning. Listeners, I evening the tonight.
1: stab and my mouth hurts a lot.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the on call room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a Gry's Anatomy podcast with your host, Abby. And Bray. What if I talked like New Yorkers? It's, oh,
2: jeez. <laughs>
1: Oh hello. Have you ever seen that with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll? Mm-mm. The comedians? Oh, so good. Brie, we, we need to have dedicate like a weekend where we sit and we watch all the things that we've told each other that you should watch this, you should do this. Yeah.
0: And then we can report back.
1: No, but we do it together.
0: Oh, so we can like chat the whole time.
1: Like I want to be like <laughs> This sounds like I'm a murderer. I want to be locked in a room with you. Yes. Just to watch. naked. No, I don't need to be naked. But I just want. What if I was naked? (laughs) That's fine. You can be naked. I'll be clothed. What food would we have? Nutella. Nutella. Okay. Macaroni
0: and cheese. Speaking of food. Yes. I had a dream and you were in it last night. I can't wait. About those like elf or like EL fudge cookies. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah. And I couldn't find them in the grocery store. And, and I helped I, you. And you had them at your house. And so I woke up wanting them, also thinking that you had them at your house. <laughs> and I almost texted you, but like the double stuffed ones. I this almost is, went to the grocery store and picked them up.
1: This is wrong on many accords because my family never had those. Like, oh, we but, had them all the time. I never. We were Chips Ahoy family.
0: I mean, we had those too. We were a big cookie family, or like the big cookie chips, family <laughs> the, with the three, three M's. Oh fuck, those are so good! <laughs> or at Christmas time, the the vanilla dipped Oreos, like chocolate. Oh, so you never had those? Oh, we did.
1: Do you know what I think is actually the best though? Candy blasted Chips Ahoy.
0: Those are great. Oh, they're we, so I remember fattening. when those came out.
1: Yeah. And yeah. we, because because my brother ate a lot of Chips Ahoy cookies too, so my mom always bought reduced fat Chips Ahoy. Did you like the chewy or the regular? Oh, not chewy, regular. I liked them both. So, in my, <laughs> in my like, memory, I actually liked the reduced fat Chips Ahoy, which tastes like cardboard. Yeah. But because that's what we had, and we would dip them in milk, and then they would taste good. Mm-hmm. I had, remember having, like, my first real Chips Ahoy, and I was like, these are fucking delicious. Like, yeah, those why are. Why did I eat, because I would have to eat, like, four for sure at a time to, yeah. like, cure my craving of chocolate. And that's because it wasn't real chocolate did
0: you children that are listening to this podcast did you or do you like Oreos I made a puzzle
1: uh yeah my mom and I would buy them but they would only last like a day
0: I only like double stuffed Oreos well
1: yeah the other kind are shit
0: they're just so thin I like
1: to dip Oreos in milk though
0: I do too, but I also like the Halloween ones that have that orange frosting. Mm. But still, only double stuff. Don't give me that mint shit. I want a regular oh, okay. no double. Way. Yeah.
1: Have you ever seen that funny Vine when Vine was a thing, where it was a guy and his cookie was falling into his milk, and they played the Titanic song. <laughs> and it's like do do do. I'm going to play it for you after this. Also, we need to tell people where to find us. We are supposed to do that in the beginning. Yeah,
0: so first of all, guys, um, we have a great episode for you tonight. We do. Um, We have some really wonderful conversation with a patron um, coming up in a hot second. But if y'all want to co-host with us. If you're
1: wondering what the fuck a patron is. Well, let us tell you. If you go to www.patreon.com, you can donate. Slash to, the oh, on-call room. Oh, slash the on-call room. Yeah, thank you. You can donate $2, $5, 10 or more. Yeah. And what did we say? If you, you could donate 20000 you can buy the podcast Yeah, us. and
0: if you donate 100 a month, it's not on there, but 100 a month, you can take over the podcast for a day. Perfect, yes.
1: Uh, if you donate, there's different rewards, and so one of them is co-hosting, and our Lister, his name's JD who we'll have on later he is a $10 a month donator and so he got to co-host so
0: if you want to do that you can head do that. on over
1: also if you want to like like our photos and comment you can go to instagram.com slash, well, don't do that just go to your go <laughs> to your go instagram. to your app yeah. go to your
0: app store search instagram, <laughs> instagram. <laughs> download you, it's a, free, a login it's a free app so you don't have to pay money to apple just download it put in your little apple id Make a, make a, ha- what's it called? A tight a t- tag, tagline, uh, title, handle, a handle. handle, make a handle. And then find. Be creative.
1: <laughs> yeah, be creative. And then find at the on-call room. At us. Pod?
0: Yeah, pod. at the on-call room pod.
1: And also, you guys, what if in a world, like, now everyone's Instagram names are very, like, at least for the most part, I feel like they're very, like, our names. What if they were back in the day, like, our old, like, AOL names?
0: Mine would be Frizzo876.
1: That was the, what the fuck yours was, no.
0: Frizzo. Was
1: it after the school, bu- Magic School Bus Lady?
0: No, it was after a Dollhouse character that I named who was in a gang. I played Dollhouse back in the day, guys. I'm Get over creeped it. I'm out by that being your name. Fri- like Frizzy.
1: I know. Frizzo. I know. It's like, also Rizzo, like Frizzo, but
0: Frizzo. <laughs>
1: yeah, Wow. Um, I was listening to um, Armchair Expert, a podcast that I love, and Dax Shepard, his, like, co-host Monica, hers was cuppy, cup, wait, it was, like, cup, cuppy cake girl
0: or something. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm surprised mine wasn't, like, Glitter Chick.
0: I'm surprised, too.
1: What do you think Meredith's screen name would have been?
0: Mayor Dare, XOXO.
1: Mayor Dare, XOXO. Or XO.
0: Twisted Sister, number one.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, Twisty Sister, number one.
1: And also, you can find us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. Okay, you can also leave a review. That's a yeah, really that's great. That's where we're headed. That's a really great way for um, more people to reach the podcast. Um, also, a lot of you have been telling your friends. Keep doing, doing that. that. Yeah. Word of mouth. Great. Love it. Who isn't like I listened to this great podcast the other day to your like shitty coworker, and you're like. Here, you listen, so you stop you talking to me. Coworker. So you stop talking to me while we're working. Um, give them us so they had they don't talk to you anymore.
1: Yeah, and when we say leave a review, we mean on iTunes.
0: Right, that's where I right. Um
1: and, and then um but Brie was gonna
0: share. Yeah, so um leave okay, so Patreon, Instagram, leave a review. Um sometimes we share uh reviews on the podcast of things that people wrote, but none of you have left a new review. No. So we can't do that tonight. However, um, if you want to talk with us and you don't want to donate any money, um, I guess whatever fuck you, but (laughs) I'm kidding, but um, you can message us on the on-call room pod um, at Instagram.
1: Yep. We've gotten a couple lately.
0: Yeah. So I just thought I'd share like some fun little things. Um, we Is it mean if I read their handle?
1: Maybe don't do that.
0: Well, but how do I figure out their names then?
1: Maybe, well, maybe. Oh,
0: okay. I can just click on it most of the time. It has your name. Yes. So, Katie H. Is okay. that fine to say? So, new listener here, loving the podcast from Nashville.
1: Love it. Hi from Nashville. I've never been there.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. Well, I've driven through it, but whatever. Um, Then I have... I... There's no name and there's only a handle, so I'm Say just the a,
1: handle really fast.
0: There's a Okay, perfect. I'm a Gray's Die Hard, and I just rewatched the first three seasons and discovered this podcast only on the second episode. But enjoy so far, keep it up.
1: Lo- that's crazy. Also, yeah. the fact that she enjoyed the episode, remember episode one?
0: Yeah, um, Sylvia sent a photo and said, have you guys ever played the Grey's Anatomy game? And I said, no. So Sylvia, respond. What does it mean? Um, (laughs) uh, I have Erica. Um, Hi, guys. So I started listening to y'all a couple weeks ago, and I've almost caught up completely. So please keep going. No pressure. Totally unrelated to Grey's, though, which I'm sure you won't mind. Oh, she. Oh, shit. I didn't respond to you, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were going to Chicago and you oh, know yeah. that Abby goes there all the time. Um, we forgot to or we just got this message. Um, realize you're not in Chicago anymore. But if you ever go back, Abby, where should she eat? To Hamilton. No, drop, eat. <laughs> oh, I don't care.
1: You should <laughs> drop to
2: Hamilton.
1: <laughs> You should drop everything and go to Hamilton. I mean, wouldn't you say that's your final answer? Don't eat for four days and you can afford a ticket to Hamilton.
0: Perfect. Great answer. Love it. You um, should
1: reply with that.
0: <laughs> um, we have Kelly. Uh, hi, ladies. My very best friend told me to listen to your podcast. I've never listened to a podcast, which is crazy, Kelly. Yeah, it
1: is 2018. Yeah.
0: You're living. Cereal? You are living in, in 20- the dark ages. Yes. <laughs> Join us on the other side, it's will pretty- you? Um, Uh, I, I've never listened, but, so I guess I have nothing to reference this on, Thank God. but I'm obsessed with Grey's and I've literally rewatched, um, all the season six times. Same. Um, her and I are very similar to the two of you. Every time we live watch episodes, we text exactly how you're reviewing it online. She's been listening at work and actually bursting out laughing with her headphones in. Thank you for cracking me up and for making me want to start rewatching again. Um... I break down each episode all the time. If you ever need an obsessive person for thoughts, let me know. Well, Kelly, if you want to become a patron and tell us all your obsessive thoughts, you can Dun, do that bum, bum, at www.patreon.com slash the on-call room. Anyway, um, so I responded to some of you. Abby did too. And I am not as good at it. Um, just want to let you know that just add us because yeah, it's fun. We're, we're and We need will- more.
1: And Bree has been a fucking saint about
0: posting in it. And I just love connecting with people. Like, even if you don't want to donate to the podcast and you just, say like, hi. it gets you through your workday, say hi. Because I love that we have this, like, big world and we're all connected through Grey's Anatomy.
1: 350 people. On you Instagram. know, also,
0: listeners, I want to say something about Wait, that. Is that more than... No, I have 375 people on my personal Instagram and 350 on this podcast. So all y'all that are adding the on-call room pod also... Do you want more followers? Yeah, also let's, at... Let's,
1: let's talk about you.
0: Okay, also at... I got to make sure I have my right name. BJ Babs. At BJ Babs. That's one B. B-J-B-A-B-S.
1: Have you found these... Get any,
0: on my left.
1: <laughs> have you found that you've gotten any more followers? Yeah, I have
0: gotten some, but not enough.
1: Okay. Because Abby's
0: is like... 50,000. It's
1: interesting. Five. It's interesting. Not 50.
0: 5,000? I just hit five. I was just joking. <laughs> wow. You just
1: sounded Irish. 300. I 300.
0: Just... Wait, let me... Excuse me. I have 376. <laughs>
1: okay. What I think is crazy, though, is that, like, we haven't really tried to build the on-call room that hard, but in its short life of one year, it has that many. Yeah, and I've had... <laughs> it's because of hashtags, Brie. You don't use. Ha- you don't post regularly. I post enough. You have been recently, and I like it. I feel like it's inside. But I should life. be
0: hashtagging. But I feel like that's not me. No. So I want who, my group of people, the listeners of the on call room, to follow me as well. I'll yes. follow you back. Just message me and be like follow, follow, <laughs> <laughs> follow, and I'll be like yeah. <laughs> And I'll hit Wait, follow back. you guys, let's try to get Brie to 500. <gasps> How exciting would that be? I bet we
1: can do it. Listeners, if you are hearing this, go right now. It's literally five letters. Type in BJ Babs.
0: But also, I'm not private, so you can just look at my shit, but yeah. just follow me.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I post some good shit.
1: You do. It's always great. Um, And so, yeah, definitely follow her. Let's get Brie to 500 <laughs> before, um, I'm going to say... Christmas. Yeah, but, well... Okay, yeah, before Christmas. If we get there beforehand, I will bake her a cake. That's it? Well, what do you want me to do?
0: Post a really nice post about me on your Abby Moore photography. Okay, done. Like a nice photo of me.
1: <laughs> of course. Great. Always. Um, if you guys want to follow not my work one, but my, like, real life one, I have one. It's Abby Moss. Yeah, how
0: many followers do you have on that? Some. Like a thousand? It's not
1: my fault that my work
0: is so. But how many?
1: It's like not a thousand. It's less than a thousand. So if
0: you had to choose one or the other, choose BJ Babs because... Yeah,
1: for sure. But you'll see photos of BJ Babs on my personal one. That's true. Follow us both. Follow the on-call room.
0: Or Uh don't follow anything. You know what? At the end of the day, who fucking cares? (laughs) What is
1: your bio on Instagram?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I don't think I have one. Because
1: mine for my personal... I don't have one. You don't have a fucking bio? No wonder no one's following you.
0: What is that supposed to be? How do they know who you are? Mine just says BJ Babs.
1: Let me see. Oh, that's funny.
0: I'm just going to write Scorpio.
1: Do you know know what my personal one says? It says, things I love. Dear Evan Hansen, Harry Potter, shameless, funyuns,
0: dogs, and high-waisted pants. That is true. Besides the high-waisted pants. I mean, you love them. Have
1: you seen where my shorts are right now?
0: Oh, that's true. I'm thinking like really tight jeans.
1: No, but I won't wear pants that are not high-waisted. Hmm. Like, I don't like to wear, even my sweatpants, I pull them up over my belly. Like, Jake was always like, you used to wear your sweatpants down, like, four inches below your belly button. And I was like, yeah, I used to be skinnier.
0: Yeah, and I also used to be, like, naive. And, and it, make, was, it was once and, the and early make, 2000s. And make silly mistakes. Yeah. Um.
1: What have you been up to?
0: Uh, I saw Radiohead this weekend.
1: Name four songs.
0: Talk show host. Creep. Give me another. Give me another. (laughs) Um, uh, I could name albums. OK Computer. Kid A. All right. Uh, That
1: counts. That counts. Yeah. So there's four. Um, OK. What else have you been up to?
0: Um, I... I laid in bed all day Saturday. Oh, I bet it was
1: glorious. Cause
0: I was hung over. Cause I took a whiskey shot at the end of the night on Friday and it was well whiskey. And I'm never doing that again. I bet you will. Yeah, I'm sure. I, will. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's at least one more time in your life. That and you I like do got that. up and I was like, I had a text from my coworker who like her battery died on her car. And she was like, can you please come jump me? And I was like, Ugh, I'm like hung over. And so I was like, define I'll come. and I looked like hell I'd like makeup you under did my this? eyes yeah and I went to go jump her car like super hungover and then she was like what are you doing now and I was like I'm hungover I'm getting fast food and she was <laughs> like for breakfast and I was like don't yeah. judge me and I went and got a whopper meal from Burger King that's and not ate what I would have chosen in bed and John doesn't like when I eat food in bed, but he <laughs> Let was a at work. Whopper yeah, meal. he was at work, so I I could. Does,
1: did did he know? I told, told him me. when he
0: got home. I was like, I did something bad. He's like, What did you do? And he was. I was like, I ate in bed. And he was like, No! But I didn't get it on it. And then later
1: that night, I texted Bree and I said, What are, are you doing? And she goes, Laying in bed. I just ate a big nasty. <laughs> And I was appalled because I did not know what that was.
0: So we went to this, like, in Sparta, there's a city or town, I don't know, in Mich- town in Michigan called Sparta. And it's just this <laughs> shitty little town. And they have this Mexican restaurant. We went to go see John's sister's play, Susucal, which oh. was lovely. She did a great job. And um, we went to this, like, Tex-Mex, whatever yeah. And there was something on the menu called the Big Nasty. And yeah. John fucking dared me to get it. Don't dare me to get the Big Nasty. I'm gonna get the Big Nasty. Well, and it was a huge wet burrito with three meats in it. Steak, taco meat, and chicken.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, that was the live photo playing on my phone.
0: And it was only $13. It was like four meals. Well,
1: yeah. because. I was just going to say, I had said that you said laying on the couch after eating a Big Nasty. I am incorrect. You said <laughs> laying on my couch after eating the Big Nasty. <laughs> and that changes things. It's kind of like with a comma after dear. Yeah, the Big Nasty. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then I immediately called her because I couldn't. Stop laughing. And then it, it wasn't until we hung up that the picture came through and I immediately responded, ha, 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 the big nasty, I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, can't believe it, dude. And then John's sleeping. Oh my God, and then John, I like walk in. He had been really tired. He had been really tired, my sweet baby. Um, But like Abby calls me and he was like, and like shuffled into the bedroom. And I'm just laying on the couch, like FaceTiming with Abby, talking very loud for like an hour probably we talked for it was like saturday yeah. night and then when we hung up i like walked into the bedroom and the light was on and john was in all of his clothes <laughs> laying down but had like one it leg. was like he
1: was in um four, what's that yoga pose for we make a four
0: yeah like or like you know how like ladies cross their legs and men put like their, their foot up their foot up that's how he was laying down but why? With, like, yeah. his glasses on. And then I tried to get him to, like, get to bed, and he wouldn't. And he just kept his foot there and then crossed his hands over his chest. Like he was he, in like, his his, like in his sarcophagus. yeah.
1: What did you, did you end up getting him in his pajamas? or? I finally,
0: clothes? like, woke him up and, like, tried to take his jeans off and pull them off. And I couldn't. And we were both <laughs> laughing really hard. And then, I don't know. I was like, you're not even the one who had the big nasty. Night. <laughs>
1: The Big Nasty.
0: Um, yeah.
1: I feel like if you are willing to donate $200 a month to the podcast, we will send you a Big Nasty. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we will.
0: <laughs> I will eat a Big Nasty with On you. tape? Oh, yeah, I'll eat the whole Big Nasty. <laughs> in one sitting. Uh, and then proceed to vomit over the table.
1: Well, that was like... We'll my, cut that part out. Yeah, my, my groom this weekend on Sunday, he, uh... I kept saying, like, the food was so good, because it was. It was really good food. And then he's like, oh, did you take it before and after? And I was like, well, I mean, I took, like, I thought he was, like, what do you think of when you're thinking about wedding photography? Did you take it before and after?
0: Like, before you eat the meal and after you eat the meal. of right. Love the food.
1: Right. That's what I thought, too. And I was like, well, I didn't, they took my plate. And he was like, no, 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 and after.
0: And like he meant my poop. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like,
1: I did not take that.
0: I think the big nasty fucked up my poops. Because like I couldn't have a success. You know when you can't have a successful one? But like you're pooping, but you're you know it's not right. Not enough.
1: (laughs) And then there's that glorious morning when you just feel it and you go to the bathroom and you don't really feel anything come out, and you look down and you're like, wow, nasty. Yeah, the big nasty has arrived. (laughs)
0: It's funny, too, because, like, I feel like we're finally reaching that point in our relationship where, like, I got home from work and, oh, I, was like, and John, I was like, we've been there for years. <laughs> and I was like to John, like, he's like, how's oh, your day? It's like, it's fine. But I've had weird poops all day. And, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, where you're finally to the yeah, point where you can it, just yeah. be like.
1: Honestly, I think 50% of marriage is talking about your poop. <laughs> the other 50% is talking about either your dog or I assume if you have children, your child.
0: Yeah, but mostly just like, oh, that was terrible. My like stomach hurts. Yeah, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like,
1: because really, isn't that the only thing we think about in our heads?
0: Yeah, it's just farting and pooping. Yeah. I still like I'm like very aware of like when I fart in my sleep. I like <laughs> shock myself and I'm like, I hope you didn't hear that. But like... It's just life. It's just life.
1: It's just the way it I f-
0: is. I, like, I fart a lot.
1: That's just the way it is. Do you? Uh, yeah. Mine are, <laughs> the loud ones are fine in our relationship. What's a problem are the ones that, <laughs> oh, oh no, I hiccup. Hang on. Honey, need air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. Anyways, I don't know what you're we talking about. Was that
0: a, the fur. or oh, the chair? that was the chair. <laughs> Great. I think
1: I was saying that the scary ones are the kind that I don't even know are coming out until I smell it. Yeah. Do you ever have those? Jake doesn't understand how that can happen to me, but I think it's not often. Of
0: IBS. Well, yeah, I have IBS.
1: But do you ever just like, you're like, oh, no, I farted, but I don't didn't realize it? Mm, not often. Well, it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasant surprise. Ah... Uh... I didn't fart again. It's the chair. I'm not farting. Um, anyways, listeners, this is a jumbly intro.
0: Listeners, um, this episode is sponsored by A-Day.
1: <laughs> Let's not even do it. No one's, I don't even have it in me. Um, if you're curious, go to wwwthisis Shop their fucking cool clothes and use our code oncallroomx X A Day just that,
0: once. Yeah, that's all we'll say about that. Buy me a shirt. Um, <laughs> other than that. What are you doing? What's up with you? Anything? I feel like this intro, I, we have a great episode coming yeah, up. Yeah, we have
1: a really good episode. This intro is weird. but it, um, it's,
0: it's fine. We're just a little disjointed. Yes. Our bones be- are on the ground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but basically, next time you guys hear from us, I will have already, I'm going on a trip to Europe. And so, in between these two episodes, yeah. it'll be before Europe and after Europe.
0: Which is, are you so excited? Yes. I'm are going- you nervous?
1: I should I should look for Roz. I'm going to London. Oh, yeah, 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 you should. Um, I'm excited. I'm a little, like, stressed, but it'll be fine. Yeah. I feel like I've spent a bajillion dollars preparing for this trip. Jowers?
0: <laughs> a bajillion jowls.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to let
0: that slide. Absolutely not. Absolutely I, not. I think I said dollars. <laughs> I think you meant dollars and hours. A bajillion dowas.
1: I've spent a bajillion dollars <laughs> on this trip. Um, but really, like, you know... And, but, so
0: it's gonna be a good time. You know, before
1: a trip, you're like, oh, I need shoes for this. Like, as <laughs> if the shoes you've been wearing your whole life aren't good enough. And then... It's
0: so true. Yeah,
1: you buy so... You're like, I need to go shampoo. I need a 2 shampoo. I need
0: left. to go shampoo. <laughs> oh, to go. I thought you so meant, like, like, I need to go to shampoo. You're
1: like, like, shampoo to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you need... Travel
0: um, shampoo. Travel
1: shampoo. You need... <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call it. You need, like... I, for some reason, I was like, I need new underwear.
0: But that makes sense.
1: Does it, though? <laughs> what do I wear every other day? It was like, I need a camera to rent. I need all these things that I'm like, fuck, I just spent enough to go on another trip yeah. on things for this trip. Yeah. And I guarantee you I'm going to wear the same goddamn pair of leggings and a T-shirt. And underwear. And underwear the whole time. Yeah. It's a waste.
0: It is a waste. So
1: anyways, um, I would ask listeners for your advice, but don't give it to me because I'll already be back right? the time I get this. She'll
0: be gone and But back. I am
1: very excited I'm hoping the weather is beautiful. I'm really looking forward to Greece just to like be outside and basically live my Mamma Mia dreams. Yeah. Like that. I'm going to be Meryl Streep.
0: Good. Do it.
1: In overalls and just like, you know, sleeping with three different men.
0: Yeah. I'm really just. They're jealous. all
1: named Jake Highbloom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Make sure to have sex over there.
1: You know what? That's kind of one of my goals.
0: Yeah, have some good ass sex. Not like ass sex.
1: Really. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> whatever. I mean, whatever. whatever you want to do. <laughs> but uh, we're also two nights in Greece. We're staying in a cave house. Oh, like yeah, you know those like
0: like little down, white. Yeah, well, it's
1: up high, but it's like um, it's like those white. It's probably gonna suck. Like it looks really cool, but it's probably like the amenities are probably gonna be yeah, trash. they're gonna be
0: terrible. But they will be cool and an experience. Yeah.
1: So, so I'm really excited for that. And uh, my friend is getting married, and that will be fun. And I'm taking photos. So you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Abby L Moore, and you can look at grease.
0: Cool. Photos. You can follow me at BJ Babs and look at photos of the plants that my boyfriend keeps buying. <laughs> that just, should be your bio. I just posted one. See,
1: your bio should just be pictures of plants that my boyfriend keeps buying. <laughs> like that to me is, it
0: is perfect. But there's only like one to two of those, so that's there's not a true. A lot of fucking plants. And then like period Scorpio.
1: Period? Oh, like I thought <laughs> you meant like periods.
0: And periods. I, I take periods photos of and periods.
1: Scorpio. Oh God! All right. I feel like before this gets any more obscene, we need to just get into the episode.
0: Let's just dive right in.
1: I don't even want to go back and edit all of the breaks. I kind of just want to tell our editor just put break news. <laughs> just put
0: break. Break 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 break, 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 break,
1: break. Um, we love you, listeners. Follow us and leave like all- a
0: goddamn review. I feel like that's
1: all we've said. What? This whole episode <laughs> is follow us.
0: <laughs> follow us love us. <laughs> We love you. Keep the conversation going. I feel a little buzzed.
1: But really, we have a good episode. So it's with a man.
0: Did you have to say
1: that? I think it's exciting.
0: Well, yeah, but they would have known.
1: They're going to find out. I should just shut up. Okay. Take a break. Take a break. We love you. And um, (laughs) follow follow us. us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We have a man here.
0: Oh, so exciting. Scrubbing (laughs) in with us. Scrubbing in. We always forget to Scrubbing in in with us tonight is JD. Um, JD, what does that stand for? I wanted to ask that. Wait, should we guess? I think Uh, it stands for John Daryl. I think it stands for Joseph uh, Derek. What does it stand for?
3: Uh, It stands for Josh David. So, oh, wow. Well.
0: No, neither, neither of us. Of us.
3: <laughs> no, no. But both of yours were better alternatives. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, this is the reason I go by JD cuz like okay. Yeah, I can't much Stand My Name. 38 yeah. years on this planet and you'd think I would have come to terms with it, but no, not yet.
0: <laughs> That's okay. So, have you always gone by JD? Uh,
3: only for about the last 10 years and oh, okay. uh not everybody calls me that. There are people that insist on calling me by my actual name, but, you know, you, you, you got nonconformists all over life. So Do
0: they call you Josh or Josh David?
3: Ugh, Josh. Ugh.
0: I just want <laughs> um, to call you Josh David. I yeah. won't.
1: I'm going to call you JD out of respect, but I think it was funny.
3: Uh, no, it's all good. I, I, uh, I'll answer, to just about any variations. so.
0: Yeah, I get that. I have the same thing. You know, my name's Brianna Joy, but people call me BJ.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, people call me Beej. People call me Bree. People yeah. call me Hey You. I forget. I answer I, to pretty much about I forget
1: anything. that her name is, wait, I almost, Brianna?
0: Brianna <laughs> is my name. Yeah.
3: yeah. I've frequently learned to answer to any name that starts with J because <laughs> I can't tell you how often I get things like, you know jeff or joe <laughs> or or john or uh, you know it's yeah. fine i mean nobody's ever called me jedidiah yet <laughs> but i'm hoping somebody will
1: you're so. like um uh from parks and rec if you watch that you're like jerry who is also larry and gary <laughs> yeah. and, and gary has...
3: that's Yeah, right yes. I yeah think, yeah uh, well okay i'll take being gary That's okay. <laughs> You know, uh, um,
1: this is perfect
2: um, um so, so
1: basically we want to thank you for being a patron yes uh for a long time now and then we're gonna ask you some questions so okay.
0: brie has the question feel free <laughs> to answer however you want um when did you start watching Grey's anatomy
3: two years ago
0: oh wow oh so you're a newbie
3: Yes, I am, and the reason was because, now I found it on Netflix,
2: mm-hmm. and I
3: thought, now I was aware of what the show was, I mean, it had been on for a long time, but I hadn't seen it when it was being broadcast, and for some odd reason, when I started watching it on Netflix, I was under the mistaken impression that the show was off the air, so, <laughs> um, so you know, because I don't watch a lot of live TV, so I don't see a lot of commercials for TV shows and mm-hmm. shows that don't have a lot of hype um, you know I t- they tend to sort of fall by the wayside so mm-hmm. I was under the impression that Grey's Anatomy had been off the air for a year or two so I thought I'm going to start this and oh good I can watch the entire run of the show oh,
2: oh
0: little <laughs> did you know <laughs> it's never <Yeah>, going to end <laughs>
3: somewhere around season 11 I, I, I went on uh, once I was into season 11 for whatever reason I went and I found the Grey's Anatomy wiki page, mm-hmm. and I suddenly realized that not only was the show still going, <laughs> um, that it, uh, there were 13 seasons, no, 12 seasons available at that time, and 13th season was about to be on there. So I, so I thought, well, let me watch this kind of slow, so
2: <laughs> um,
3: I don't have to wait so long to watch the next episodes. So yeah. that didn't work because about a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks later, when I finished all the Netflix episodes, <laughs> then I had to start watching it on live TV. So uh-huh. the only way to do that was to go buy the episodes like on Amazon because at the time I didn't realize what Hulu was. Uh, so
1: many loopholes in this story. Oh my gosh, I feel so sad
0: for you.
3: <laughs> um, but since it's been on Netflix, I've rewatched the entire series a couple times now so oh
0: even after it's only been two years right. and you love it that much you are immersed. oh yeah
3: oh um, um, I was I was fully invested in the show by the time the second season started um, good
0: so I'm sure you're gonna have a lot a lot to say can I ask you where where are you where are you from oh, yeah,
1: where are you from
3: I am in Niagara Falls, New York. I'm about five minutes from the Canadian border.
0: I was going to say New York.
1: Is that where the actual Niagara Falls are?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I can, yeah. I drive, yeah, I, I drive straight down the boulevard, and I can get to it. So,
1: is your life like Jim and Pam's wedding on The Office? If you ever saw that?
3: No, and it's also nothing <laughs> like Bruce Almighty, which oh. made Niagara Falls look much more interesting because the waterfall is nice. But the problem is, anytime you see Niagara Falls in a TV show or in a movie, they tend to show you different bits of footage around the, the western New York area, but not necessarily Niagara Falls, Niagara, because yeah. even though the waterfall is awesome, and it's a tourist destination, it's also a lot crappy. So... <laughs> There's not there's not a lot of filmable locations outside of the waterfall.
1: So, this is perfect. Um, I love it. So
0: what do you do there then?
1: Other than put yourself in a barrel and go yeah. down the falls. Because I assume uh, everyone does that there.
3: You know what? The the last time somebody did that a few years ago, they got uh, the, the, uh, the park police where they're in a boat at the bottom to get them and they hauled them off to jail because basically... It's considered to be, like, reckless endangerment. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. They figure they figure you're, maybe you're trying to die, and if you're not, then you're stupid.
0: So, <laughs> you know. so jail to you, so sir. You, so, you uh, yeah, basically. basically.
1: But what do you spend your time doing in Niagara Falls?
3: Well, let's see. I've got two children. Huh. Um, one is five. One is about to be 14 in two weeks. Um, uh And... Um it's funny because uh sometimes when I have the hospital show on, my son will be like, Oh, you're watching the doc the doctors again I'm like, Yes, I'm watching <laughs> like the a, doctors again. It's like um, a soap
0: opera. Yeah.
3: Um Yeah, it's uh yeah, he he's he's amused by it. He he doesn't uh uh he'll watch it with me sometimes for you I know love in,
1: that.
3: In short in short spurts. My daughter, she's not there yet, but I've gotten I've started watching Bones with her,
2: oh, so yeah. at some
3: point, at some point, yeah, I'm gonna put Grey's Anatomy on the list too. Um, <laughs>
0: <This is> perfect. <laughs> so, just sharing the love. Um, so two kids, that's great. Uh, you're so you're busy, obviously. Um,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: What? Um, let's see. Wh- who's your favorite character? And this can be out of all the seasons. Yeah, this is spoiler alert, so you don't have to. It doesn't have oh, to it's, be in season three.
3: Oh. Oh no! It's Miranda Bailey.
0: Oh yeah, Good one.
3: I Good love one. that character from the very from the time that I watched the pilot. She's the one that grabbed me first, and watching her reaction to uh, them when they were interns, and then once they became residents, and then uh, once they became attendings, and you, you you know they go from being newbies to peers of hers, and even though. She, even though she said at the beginning, don't even bother, I already hate you. um, (laughs) That becomes, that becomes, it becomes very clear in the first couple seasons that she doesn't actually hate them, but she really wants to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. She's always been awesome. I mean, otherwise, um, Mark Sloan, um, um, and then, uh, I kind of liked, all right, I tend to give the new interns that they bring on to the show a fair chance before I decide if they annoy me or not. Um, and Better than all of us. <laughs> uh, ex- yeah, well, I'm a guy that when I watch long-term TV shows, I don't mind cast changes, and I don't mind things being shook up a little bit. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: when the interns come on, uh, sometimes I'll decide, annoying, annoying, annoying. No, I kind of like that one. Um, <laughs> that group... That last group that they have on the show yeah. right now,
2: yeah,
3: um, uh, they definitely, I'm glad that those interns were never, I'm glad that the interns that we follow from the beginning of the show were never treated like those interns are because those interns <clears throat> are like one big long running joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind, we'll it, it's kind of, it both amuses me and irritates me at the same time that they can't seem to do anything serious. With them, but then you actually look at the characters. You're like, yeah, that's why. Um, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. glasses. That guy, I just want to punch that guy. Um, Perfect. Um, it's one thing to be clumsy and goofy. It's another thing to just be that guy. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Especially as a doctor. Um, right. Do you have any least favorite characters besides uh, uh, besides, besides glasses? glasses. <laughs>
3: um, well, for a long time, not anymore. So much. But Joe, for a long time, really yeah, annoyed me. Yeah, I can me. relate
0: to
1: that.
3: Um, there were, uh, when when Teddy was on the show, sometimes I couldn't decide so much if I liked her or not. Um, um, as, as time, you know, as she stayed on the show and as time went on, yeah, I kind of liked her a little bit more. Um, and then there were seasons where I can't stand Derek and then the seasons oh. where I find him tolerable.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, just tolerable. You never loved um, him. Uh, I liked him when
3: he's being good, Derek, but when he's being, Great. um, super I mean, twisted, um, evil clone, Derek, um, <laughs> he bothers me. Yeah, um, that'll
1: be good to talk about this episode. Cause I feel like we see both. Yeah.
0: Well, um, you
3: got that right. Uh, I have
0: like maybe one or two more yeah, questions. Go for it. Um I want to know do you have a favorite relationship then on the show? <clears throat>
3: um Well, I really like the relationship between Warren and Bailey. I like how yeah, genuine yeah. it feels. I like how organic it how organically it started and then it stopped there for a little bit um because of circumstances. Um mm-hmm. but then they got back together. They got married, and it was great. And then once Ben decided to make his goofy decision, a couple, <laughs> you know, last season, I like that they were having trouble. And yeah. but I'm glad, I'm glad that they 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 patched it up, and that they didn't just become another failed couple on the show because they Agreed. couldn't work it out. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so and then before that, it you know what? As cliche as it is. Mark and Lexi were yes. awesome together. Yeah,
0: they it's really the were.
3: Um, um, he,
1: this, this is a good episode for you. That we going
3: to talk about. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it is was, because
2: it's so um, good.
3: Yeah, in fact, rewatching this episode again, I think I, I think I appreciated it more mm-hmm. simply because um, every time I watch this, and I, you see the relationships kind of develop and the characters <clears throat> get introduced. It always gives me a new appreciation for the subtlety of it.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, perfect. Um, just two more questions. Do you have an unpopular opinion about graves?
3: Oh my god, so many. <laughs> okay, just um, choose
0: one. Yeah, pick, <laughs> pick your pick
1: your favorite.
3: Okay. Um, okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> this is my, a
0: hard one for you.
3: Well, let's see. My biggest, really, kind of unpopular opinion was <clears throat> I never, I never really felt it with, um, with Burke and Yang. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, I think, uh, and then at the same time, I, I kind of didn't really like when they sort of started uh, the thing with Izzy and, Uh, Karev, because it never felt right all the times that they were together. So I, I, yeah, I I could never get really behind either of those relationships. Okay. I think that's fair. That's
0: fair. And then last question. How did you find the podcast? Oh yeah. Good one.
3: I did an iTunes search right after, um, when I was, um, when I was, um, partway through the first time I, I watched the show, um, when I was almost done with the run before I ran into the the new episodes, um, I went on the Apple Podcast and I was searching out Graves and Enemies podcasts and I found a couple of them, but um, you know some were more defunct. One of them I listened to was just really annoying, and <laughs> once I started listening to yours, and I was like, oh my god, they're at the beginning of the show. So I thought that was really cool because when I when I started listening. I think you had just done the fifth episode of Grace Anatomy.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, so you are a very you- early listener. Yes. Yeah. You were yes. a part of my birthday episode. Thank yes. you for that. He that was, was really a of kind birthday. of
3: you. Uh, yes. Yes,
0: I was. <laughs> um.
1: Well, I love that. Well, we, like, it's been fun and... OG fan. OG fan. Yeah. I also think it'll be fun to talk about this episode because you have, like, I feel like everything is probably very fresh in your brain, which, like, to me, I think it's also fresh and breeze because she's rewatched it more than me, but I, like, am starting to get to the point in episodes where, like, I don't remember what happens next because I've seen it, like, probably twice, but it was probably, like, five years ago. Right. So, um, it'll have, like, three different perspectives, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so... Okay, so it's totally, like, Brie and I obviously take notes, but you watched it twice, so we're all on the same page. Um, This is season three, episode 24. Mm -hmm. It's the one right before the finale, if anyone cares.
0: It's called Testing 1, 2, 3.
1: Yes, Testing 1, 2, 3, and it was a good one. Um, My first note, Brie, is this episode looks moody.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think it says Meredith's wearing black, but it, like, seems moody.
0: Well, I said, fuck, Mare is not in a good space. (laughs) Like... (laughs) We yeah. know at the beginning, you know, that she's about to go to Susan's wake or funeral or whatever, and it's, we're not. We just know that, like, dark and twisty Meredith is, is out and about. Yeah, she's, you know, roaming around, so. Yeah. Um, should we do, like, a quick shotgun workup? Yeah,
1: I actually didn't write this down. Did I you? did. Okay.
0: We have the climbers. We have Ava again. Kind of, I don't know if she's, I mean, she's still in the hospital, yeah, so I'm going to yeah. consider her a patient. I um, like
3: your choice of Ava again. Yeah. yeah I know. Good
0: God. Still I'm going. Be that for the still next going, going with this. Literally that. two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh. Still going. Um, then we have Pregnant Twin Lady, who Joe oh, yeah. and Wilson? Walter. Oh, not
2: Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. Joe
0: Wilson. Isn't that her name? Yay. Yeah. That's... Um, pregnant Twin Lady, and then Adele, Adele. comes in at the Adele. end. Adele. Um, Dramatic Adele. So those are, but I, but I do feel like it's we're not focused a lot on the patients in this.
1: No, there's too much going on with like, like even every patient story is more about the doctor that's working with them right. than the actual patient. Um,
0: so where do we want to
1: start? Um, should we t- should we get Addison's thing with the pregnant lady? Uh, like yeah, because I felt like I feel like that one's like such an obvious like hit to Addison so basically um the that Joe and Walter come in they want to have adopt a baby the woman that they're going to adopt from is there so surprise even a gay couple can have a kid easier than Addison
0: and have twins
1: and have two babies
0: yeah ouch Um,
1: I know (laughs) I I forgot right away that like that's where the storyline was going and I was just like oh just like a slap in the face to Addison more and more
3: yeah well you know what I just finished watching Private Practice for the first time oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So when that storyline carries over there and the way the trials and tribulations she goes through on that show with this continuing storyline, I appreciated this, seeing the beginning of it even more.
0: Yeah. 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 I I think... I think that's a good point. And I would wonder, I, I actually wonder how many people watched Private Practice without watching Grey's Anatomy. Right, right. Because, and I don't feel like it's probably that many, but if you didn't see kind of what Addison was going through beforehand, it, I don't know. It's yeah. just an interesting thought. It, it just adds well, to the
1: depth of her, pretty much.
3: I can give an, an opposite viewpoint because, I now I just watched Private Practice for the first time a couple months ago. In fact, I think I posted about it in the yeah, group. Yeah, I remember um, that. Well, before that, all I knew about private practice was the episodes that crossed over with Grey's Anatomy. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times on those episodes, I was kind of half paying attention to it. Otherwise, it was going to annoy me that I didn't right, really understand right. all the... So after watching both shows and then going back, you know, as I got to those crossovers... On private practice, then I'd go watch the Grays episode that it went, wow, that really gives you a whole better perspective on it.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I feel like there's not a lot of spinoffs that, I guess most spinoffs aren't happening at the same
0: time. I remember when two soap operas came together, <laughs> All My Children and Days of Our Lives, and one of the Days of Our Lives characters stole um, Babe's baby from All My Children, and so it crossed over for like a year. That's the only other
1: time <laughs> I really remember that being my a thing. My mom used to watch uh, Days of Our Lives, and I remember like tuning in. She's still it's still on. And like, is it the
0: only one? Cause all my children's over. I watched all my children. It must
1: be, but Days of Our Lives is definitely still on. And some of those characters are so old, like oh yeah, it's incredible. What a joy to be an actor and have a job there where you just can act until you're dead. <laughs>
0: They're never gonna get rid of um, your character.
3: I watch NCIS and its spinoffs, so Mm -hmm. every once in a while they do crossover episodes, but it's not as frequently, it's not as well done as what they did with Private Practice and Grey's Anatomy and a lot of shows when they cross over, but it's funny because NCIS, like Grey's Anatomy, has been running for so long that it's, now Grey's Anatomy has its own second spinoff, you know, just like NCIS does, and these crossovers just feel more natural than those do. So yeah,
1: you know, to be honest, I haven't watched the Station Nineteen. Is that
0: yeah, what I is haven't it? watched that so either.
1: So I, I don't even. There was a sort of a crossover. Yeah, there was one episode. But so I haven't, I haven't I, invested time into that. I yet. also,
0: not that this really matters, but I wonder, like, what the lineup was <laughs> for Gray's and Private Practice. Like, were they on the same night? Because it would make so much sense. Like, yeah. watch the Gray's episode. Watch the Private Practice I crossover. Bet it was. But if it was on two separate nights, I wonder how many people actually would, like, who weren't watching the other show would go and watch that episode. Right.
3: Good question. I
0: don't know. No one knows the answer. It doesn't really matter. But, (laughs) um, to continue with the Addison thing, then Adele shows up and she's fucking pregnant at 52, 51. Miracle baby. Uh, she, uh, like,
1: I wrote a note. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe this, but, like, Adele's sitting on the chair there and Addison, like, comes in and sees her and she's like Adele and Adele makes this fucking face that's just like Ooh. like she's just like I just can't handle her and it's this dramatic face and I just wrote that so anyone go back and watch and look at her face Ad- Ad- Ad-
0: or Adele is always making weird faces also Addison Adele is always talking like this Richard <laughs> but also also Addison fucking HIPAA you know that Adele and Richard are not together stop pushing like we need to tell Richard that you're in the hospital like I have to tell Richard what's he gonna say when he finds yeah. out it's like
3: you know what Addison, if you're I his,
0: her doctor
3: if I right. le- if I let myself get annoyed by all the violations of HIPAA oh. <laughs> on these shows I would not be able to watch these shows so thankfully that is just something That's that I long ago let point. let it sail by because yeah. otherwise
0: I think JD, you're
3: crap out of me.
0: I think I don't let it because I work in an office where we have to be so aware of HIPAA. It's your life that, like, I think about it every day. So when I see it, I'm like, "What are you talking Ah, about?" That, yes. So it's just in my life. That's why. Yeah,
3: different, different perspective. I don't work anywhere near the medical field, so (laughs) I, I can ignore the TV convenience of especially like on private practice where they even addressed it on the show the office got in trouble because they were <laughs> always sharing the details yeah. of their patients cases yeah. with each other
2: yeah
0: not okay
1: and i can i can uh, relate to you because i also am nowhere near that field and i'm like oh what they share it's not normal okay well yeah,
0: i'd want Richard to know
1: <laughs> so yeah i shouldn't be a doctor but, but i feel like that storyline is just like sad but yeah. like it's just reiterating i almost feel like it's also like if there was some weirdo that didn't watch last week's episode like the you know what i mean like maybe they could catch on now that addison wants to have a baby and can't and so she's sad about it yeah. it's almost like they wrapped it all up oh and then there's fucking callie who also at the end to her like like why would you even if you're thinking about it why would you bring it up to addison in that moment when she's like saying like a you know Adele is pregnant or there's an old person that's pregnant a gay couple that's pregnant and I can't and Callie's like well I'm thinking about it it's like what a terrible time yeah don't say that no don't say that
0: um, I don't remember that happening but I'm gonna agree with you don't say that perfect perfect
1: um, I feel like should we wait to talk about what happens to Adele to the end yeah let's wait. okay let's wait um, okay so what about um Callie and George because that was kind of the next scene in the beginning of George and Callie and they're
0: still in their hotel room. I said, Callie, stop <sighs> dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got into Mercy West. Got into Mercy West. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh. J.D., it sounds like you have some opinions.
3: <laughs> okay. Look, bring them out. Bring I them love, out. I love, I love Callie Torres. Like, mm, mm. I love her. <laughs> I do not understand <laughs> what they were thinking trying to put those two together, and I can't really understand what in the hell George's problem is. You fuck, you stupid, stupid fuck. <laughs> Look at her, and why are you not invested, you moron? Uh, yeah. You are a dumbass. She's hey, there, and you <laughs> are looking at everybody except her, and... Especially Izzy. Really? What the fuck, George?
0: Yeah. Well I and also don't... too, she's mm. she is so committed to George. Like she is, and it was unfair yeah.
3: that it was so unrequited because even even before they decided to get married and that was that was poor planning on the show's part, in my opinion, um, if they were gonna if they were gonna keep dragging it out. They should have gotten him to the point where he would have started to feel invested at some point, but no, they never he did, never was. and You're it sucked. Right.
1: Well, and I think that was slightly addressed this episode when he, when George is talking to Meredith, and he says that thing about, like, when parents die, you make decisions that don't, like, make sense, basically, but I, I yeah. agree. Like, there was never really a point except maybe right in the beginning for, like, an episode when George was, like, hot for Callie. Like, you know was,
3: what? It, it was good when it started, because yeah, it takes him a couple episodes before he calls her, and then he calls her, and it was cool, and they started out great, um, but you know what, once it started to fizzle for him, I think they should have just let it go, because you know, they keep them together, it never feels natural, and then, then really, you're gonna get with Izzy, and you're gonna wait until after they get, ah, oh god, it was yeah. just bad, it was just a it's just a dumb situation all around.
1: George has not... Not that it's luck, because it's it's his own fault, but he has not made smart choices in, in many... uh, Like, in in, in all relationships. relationships. Yeah, in general. I also thought it was weird, because remember the... I'm pretty sure the last episode we saw that had George and Callie in it a lot was... Maybe it was a couple ones ago. George was helping Izzy with the, her, like, child that came in, and, and Callie asked... Like, where were you? And he said he was doing something and didn't say that he was with Izzy and she knew he was lying. Right. And then, like, now this one starts out with, I guess she's happy because he's leaving and going to Mercy West, but she's just, like, over it or she, like, pushed it aside. It's just weird. And wants to have a baby with him.
0: Like... Well, yeah, because the baby's not going to fix a goddamn thing. Uh, We should all know that. But I'm going to just bop to the end of the episode real fast where they're, like, at the bachelorette party. Yes. Callie's there. And Izzy, like, gives this fucking speech like, oh! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Izzy. Not the time and space. Like you don't get to be like you get to have him and this and that. And then Callie's rolling oh, her yeah. eyes at her, and Meredith's she like, "You're talking has, about Denny, right?"
3: She has the worst case of diarrhea of the mouth on this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she does.
3: Okay, first of all, her the thing with her and George is bad writing, anyways, because if Denny was supposedly the love of her life. You're telling me that he dies and a couple of months later and you're head over heels for George, who is also unavailable for different reasons. And, yes, she's making that grand speech. And, like, we're talking about Danny, right? And the whole time Kelly's got a face where, yes, she's rolling her eyes, but at the same time you can see her just fuming. Yeah. And, honestly, you'd think that at some point Izzy would just decide to shut the hell up, but it, yeah. no. It she is really interesting. Going.
1: I didn't even think about that, that, like, that speech should really be about Denny, but, like, you know, as the list like, the listener, watcher, that it's, it's about George. And, like, it is shocking. I mean, who knows? Maybe, like, a year has passed, or whatever has passed, but, like, it is shocking that it isn't about Denny, when, like, which, but then again, Denny, again, wasn't around that long. Like, all of her things are so quick to, like, she falls very easily for people, I guess I will just say about her.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like, I think you can have the love of your life and you can have have another love. And like, you know, so I don't think it's bad. You know what? You
3: can, you can have multiple loves of your life, but not in that short a time.
0: Well, no, I, what I think, I think you could, but I think your point, JD is, but like George is unavailable. So like, it's not like whether or not timing doesn't even matter. It's just, he's not available. Right, right. Yeah. And also just don't give that speech.
2: Yeah,
1: Like, it's just, like, it's also, I mean, it's obviously for writing and for television because they want her to get that thought across. But part of me is, like, everyone knows Christina's just saying that shit because that's Christina. Like, like you don't need to give Christina a lecture about vows. Like, she is always going to be the way she is. Right. Like, it's just, it was just dumb. But,
0: I mean, it made for made for great conversation. <laughs> so, is um, Izzy your least favorite character? Her, JD? <laughs> no, she's
3: not my least favorite character. She's the one that most frequently annoys me. And yeah. it takes and 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 I'm the shortest to get annoyed with her. Like a lot of time when she's being a doctor, when she's being Doctor Stevens, she is just fine. But when yeah. she is being but when she is being the the you know, kind of the goofy giggling um really socially um what's the word i'm looking for you know what when she's just being stupid and just talking (laughs) and without without any regard for anything and she's getting all trippy that is when she annoys me because she goes off on these tangents and it's like god can we switch the camera to another character now please
0: yeah it's like she doesn't read the room Right. She's not being like aware of like Callie is like fuming and like pump the brakes, Izzy, like you're about to cause a huge fight. And
1: Yeah, I mean, again, like I think it's like also when you come to the end of a season, it gets to these points where everything becomes dramatized because it's like you know things are gonna culminate. So even like, you know, Bailey's telling George, like, don't go to Mercy West like that would be stupid and she's just staring watching this all happen and then I have a note on like George comes over to her whenever her and George talk to me like what would be more believable about their relationship is when they're like their goofy like best friend selves like the night they hooked up that yeah. to me is more believable than like this weird thing where George talks like a robot to her to yeah. not show like, emotion
0: I can't be around here you. and see yeah. you without wanting to kiss you in an elevator (laughs) you mean you
3: mean when he starts channeling william shatner all of a sudden um, (laughs) it's like dude no it's not george yeah it's not the way george was ever with izzy and it's not even an awkward thing it's just like he's trying to avoid her but the best way he can do that is to just stay on the other side of the hospital as much as possible but now he just keeps conveniently running into her and then she has to start being izzy again and he's and then he she starts being izzy again he stops being george and he just starts being yeah the like the robot
2: it's I weird. wish
1: I wish that I could pinpoint though, you guys, why I also fall for the George Z storyline. Like, I this would be my most unpopular opinion is like as like when I first watched this, which granted, then I was like in high school. Like, I very much like wanted them. I think it was that like forbidden love thing and those like weird scenes they have in the elevator where they're like close but they don't like those fucking get me. And I don't know why, but like. George robot voice, like I think it's shitty and dumb and unrealistic, but I also am like, oh, that must suck so bad. <laughs> like I, I like totally fall down it, and I, and then I remember being devastated by like what happens later, which I don't want to say spoilers. You, but yeah, you like, know
3: what? It they set they set George and Izzy up to have like this great chemistry, and I think had they decided to end the Kelly plot earlier and they
1: might have, and,
3: and, and if 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 they could have actually just gotten together under better circumstances and actually just been allowed to be a couple i think they would have been a phenomenal couple um because they complemented like they fit together very well they just when you've got all of these other circumstances pushing on it it just it never felt right yeah and yeah that kind of sucked because it kind of did a disservice to the characters I think yeah
0: yeah yeah I think That's a I am putting it I agree with you um, um, should we switch to I feel like our,
1: give me don't get me wrong we have the Ava uh, Karev and then we have <coughs> um, like the whole test situation which is Meredith and Christine unberg those are kind of and our, we have like, climbers. Oh, God. Let's just fucking clap. Like, first of all, I love when they, like, show some, like, like, very, like, hardcore storyline because it's the finale and, like... (laughs) like oh damn did these people murder someone on a mountain like to me it feels like there's so much dramatic stuff happening with the actual characters that I'm like wait why wait
0: but I was like when they pulled back the blanket and I saw his hand my stomach literally dropped like how many times (laughs) have I seen this I was like (gasps) frostbite oh no like I really did have that response I, I
1: also just watched Everest have you either of you ever seen that movie uh, no, but I, I've seen vertical I saw limit.
3: that last year and that was disturbing on a, yeah. lots of levels.
1: So good though I love weird adventure thrillers like that and so I was just like mm, this is child's play go watch Everest like, <laughs> it's like more real but yeah I mean I don't know I just feel like it's like wait why I mean I guess they needed a dramatic like patience. But sort did of. they? But yeah I don't think they, they did like, it felt I, like I, I didn't even notice it.
3: Yeah. Exactly because every time the show now again I watched this I, I I watched this yesterday, I watched it again today, and every time those guys are not on the screen interacting with the doctors, I keep forgetting about that plot yeah. line. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 100%. So it's obviously not necessary. Is it just, like, the writers trying to, like, create an epic season finale? Like, this is it only is. the third season, yeah. yeah, you know, and so... They're trying to do something dramatic and something
1: and about, like, backstabbing and making decisions of who's and, left
0: behind. Yeah, and putting axes in people's <laughs> heads. You things know what? Like I that.
3: I think the storyline with the climbers, I think it does pay off in the following episode. But the setup for it in this episode just felt extra.
0: And yeah, the, extra. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I don't really have much more no, to say about no. that. But um, um, should we talk about? just quickly get it all fucking over with, Ava and Karev? Oh, yeah. I was like, Ava not uh, holding her memory. And then I was, my other note is like, oh shit, Ava knows who she is. And then Karev freaking the fuck out on her and her being like, what are you gonna do? You don't know my name. I was like, you're a bitch. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote asshole Alex is back and idiot Ava is
1: here. Yeah. Like, like, they're just like, it's just it's just dumb. Like, I know what they're setting up for, so I get it, but... It just doesn't... She shouldn't be caring for a human, first of all. Second of all, like,
3: it's... it's, it's just I thought a, that, too. God, yeah. She looks... Maybe up for adoption.
0: She looks normal, <laughs> luckily, though,
2: for us. Well, and
0: also, too, like, I hate at the end that, like, she comes in and she's like, Rebecca, Rebecca Pope. And Karev just, like, smiles, like, ugh, oh, thanks. Yeah, like, you you did the right thing. of like, you just freaked the fuck out on her. And right. also, let me just say her fucking excuse of like he doesn't look at me. I was yeah. bored. Like, I'm sorry, but it sounds like a lot of the time marriage just straight up sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. so fucking figure it out but don't leave with you as a like with his unborn child and then when you figure out what you did not fucking communicate because right, he's right. probably really worried you know what? about
3: you. Not not to be okay, look, not to make this too personal or weighty, but as a guy who, uh, my daughter, uh, I've raised her most of my life by myself. Um, well, with my girlfriend, who I've got, who I've had for the last few years. But for the most part, her first five or six years, it was just me because her mother walked out on us. Yeah. Um, I, see, I get mad at her for that. Yeah. But but at the same time, it it's just because it feels like. It feels like she could have handled that situation better, but at the same time, um, you don't... I don't think it's so much needed to be explained in here where, oh, he didn't notice me and he wanted he wanted to live in a mountain and I wanted to live in New York. You know what? I think yeah. it would have been better had they just not explained it and she just said, I just left, you know, and yeah. left it at that because... Um, because I, I experienced it, and honestly, it's better to not have the reason. That, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. better for me, and it would have been better for the show had yeah. she just left. You know, maybe make it a mystery why her husband's yeah. not around anymore. Maybe, you know, maybe he was, it turns out, after all this time, oh, he was on the ferry boat too? Shit. You know, right. find that out later that she didn't remember, and so... You know, he was a character that just or, you know, but uh, yeah, they could have done more with that. My problem with the storyline is where she's clearly into Alex and he's Mm -hmm. clearly trying not to be into her and all of that. So I get why he freaked out on her, but um, because that would be frustrating to find out that that for a while now she's been faking the fact that she couldn't remember anything. But at the same time. He should have just stopped altogether and just said, you know, it's like he crossed a professional boundary there that kind of bugged me. Um, Yo,
1: classic grays. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah it, I it, also
1: it, never it, understood the attraction to her because, like, she came in as smushed face lady. I think it's a savior complex. <laughs> yeah, savior complex. <laughs>
3: Uh, ah, <laughs> uh, smushed face lady. Yeah, so, he,
1: like, as that, it just, it seems out of character for, for Kareb, but I, I agree, like, I think, like, no reason is good enough for her to not tell her person, so that, like, I mean, whatever, I just, like, brush it over, but I agree, it's basically, I can't even, like, talk on this issue, because it's just, a, I hate this storyline.
0: Yeah, I just... I
3: just can't believe it went on for as long as it did.
0: Well, yeah, and then um, it like stops, and then spoiler alert, it's gonna come back. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It's right.
3: gonna come back in the stupidest, most desperate way. But
0: yeah, yeah. But I think I, I, I don't know. We'll just wait and see what happens. But I, right. I, right it bothers me. It yeah, bothers me yeah. that Karev freaked out. i like I understand why he did, but it's super unprofessional. Yeah. And also, I think that Karev should be bringing someone else into this. Like, I don't know, a therapist yes, or psych yeah. or something. Like, right, right. Why aren't we like using all of our resources?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Stop talking to the other doctors about the problem when they're well look at them. They're all kind of a mess. They yeah. should not have any input here, um, you, know, uh, you know. You know. You know the the hospital therapist that Meredith was talking to after she yeah. kind of sort of drowned herself, but not exactly. Yeah. Um, or the one that she talks to later yeah. on after yeah. the spoiler shooting. Um, yeah. it, that that or you know what they they should have brought the hospital psychologist on, yeah, to talk to her and then resolve her plotline off-camera with the...
0: the, (laughs) Yeah, and be done with it. Let's just (laughs) wrap that one up. Because no one... Hit that one up for a long time. And we've talked to a lot of people about it, and no one fucking cares about this storyline. Everyone thinks it's the worst. Yeah. So, Um,
1: um, I feel like we need to end with Meredith, so I think we need to talk about Christina and Burke. Or do we end with Christina and Burke?
0: uh, Or you decide. Um... I think let's talk about Meredith. Yeah. So,
1: this sucks for Meredith. Like, I feel like it, you think, at least for me, like, I remember parts, I remember like the last few episodes, like the Thatcher slap thing, and you think it can't get worse but But it can it can
0: whoa i wrote whoa thatcher whoa pump the goddamn brakes yeah
1: i wrote oh no drunk thatcher well we don't know if he's drunk but i'm assuming he is. i'm
0: assuming he's and i wrote
1: lexi is so close was my next note because they're saying in that scene lexi's in the car right which is really crazy and then i wish someone would say something like yet again chief and derek are all like was derek there or just chief just chief like standing there why does anyone like interrupt him like
0: and also why did his daughters allow him to go to the hospital to scream at yeah. Meredith? Yeah.
3: Well, as if as if slapping her wasn't bad enough. Right. But to just because that that was cruel and kind of a, I mean, I get that he was grieving. I mean, I understand that. But that was that was over the line because the fact is he never I mean, obviously, he didn't stick around for Meredith when she was little. You get the sense, no matter every time they show him, he didn't actually care. Um, Right. You know, I don't know if he cared about her mother or not, but he left and all of that. But you're right. Why go back to the hospital? You said your piece. You, you know, you slapped slapped her. You you humiliated (laughs) her once already. Right, right. You made her feel like shit already. So. You made it worse by going back to tell her that she's not that's... only is, is she not invited to the funeral, but that you don't want anything else to do with her ever because she was all, you know, she was all he had and all of that.
0: Right, it's Like you kind right. of made that the... clear by slapping her. Right. <laughs> right. You don't yes. want anything Thank else you. to
3: do with her. This yeah. just felt so gratuitous. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, just you're right. Lexi and whatever the nameless sister was, I don't know. Um, You're right. They should have just gone to the funeral or or had one of the girls come in and just say, Meredith, my father said you're not invited to the funeral and just been done with it after that because it was just heaping shit on top of Meredith that she really didn't need at this moment.
1: Yeah, I will say, though, like... And in like defense, of, not in defense of what he did, in defense of like this being a part of the show and like not critiquing this to me it's like great writing in like just another way to like hit Meredith when she's down and also to show like because I think for a while we're like wait why why does Stasher seem so great? Like he seems like this you know and I, I think these two instances remind you of like he's not a perfect like because you think in swear. first season you're like wow I'm surprised that he didn't have a a better relationship with her you know what I mean and this is just like to me it adds depth to both of their characters and their relationship and like I mean like as, obviously yeah don't do it I hate it but I think as far as it being in this episode and being in the television like it's great writing well I
0: think too it also um like is a nice mirror of like Thatcher's like her father but not really her father yes. and then Chief, with Chief yeah. she's like stop acting like my surrogate father But then at the end, Uh leans into him and he like holds her and she cries. So it's like, you know, even though her, it was just like a way of showing like her father is a piece of shit, but it's her father in this moment, you know? Yeah. And then Chief is just trying to be there, but she's pissed at Chief just because you fucked my mom doesn't mean you're my dad, but he's being more supportive and fatherly than her own father. Well, yeah, it's exactly like how Susan
1: was more supportive than her actual mom. Right. It's like this weird mirror and reflection and I fucking love it. I love Chief and Meredith.
3: Well, I'll say this. <laughs> so for a long time after this, um, I think the storyline between Chief and Meredith as you know, uh, her mother's former lover and you know, somebody that she knew all along, they drop it for a long time. And, um, I always appreciated that much later in the show, it comes back in a yeah. huge way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I wrote, Chief pulls through for Mayor even when she's a dick to him. Yeah. And then I was like, it's like what Susan did to Meredith. Like, even though, like i don't know i just feel like it's like shows that there's good and it doesn't necessarily your parents don't necessarily have to be your blood it's like whoever's there for you and in meredith's case it's never usually her blood it's it's always these outside people and well and she has her people too it's real loud jd i know you're in the rain but if you can oh (laughs) sorry (laughs) hang on
3: yeah let let me mute it for a minute you you all go on hang on okay (laughs) okay
1: Um, I think like the like that hug they have. Brie did you like? I wanted to like cry.
0: Oh my god, I had I had GGBs there. Where it, and she doesn't even want to like lean into him, and he just kind of puts his arm around her, and then yeah. she like like this deep exhale you know those exhales that you finally give yourself yes she yes. finally gave herself a moment to like I think grieve Susan and grieve like the loss of maybe a relationship with, with her, her dad. father yeah, yeah, yeah and like her mother and her relationship with Derek is on the rocks and like yeah she fucked up her career for a hot second. <laughs> you know, it was like this deep exhale Which that I, I really appreciated. And I
1: love that how, the way that Chief handles the situation with the test, it's, you know, that he just, he doesn't even need an explanation. He doesn't ask for anything. He just, like, puts the pen and, pe- like, pencil or paper there and, like, says, this is what's happening, like, go. He doesn't, like, give her the choice. He's just, like, you're doing this. Like...
0: And I also loved that all of the interns were waiting on the steps for her while she took the test. Like, her people were there supporting her, even though she probably didn't even know that they were there. But they were just outside. It was kind of like when she was dying that one time, everyone's just outside the room.
1: It's that weird thing, though, then, that Derek sees this happening and doesn't realize why they're all sitting there. And then he sees that she's taking the test. And hopefully he feels like a wiener for not knowing what's going
3: on. (laughs) You know what? He was dumbass, Derek, this whole episode. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, he's like, well, brother, black suit. Well, all right. <laughs> what do you want an award? But OK. Um, but later on, he's so dense about the whole thing that it's just there was never a scene where he walked up. And, you know, he sees Meredith walk by later and she's not she doesn't say anything to him. And, you know, after the test and, you know, Christina's is just like, oh, I got this. But we never saw a scene of Derek go up to the interns and ask what the hell's going on. Right, um, right. He just he just sort of lets it float by him. It's so dumb. It's just like it's typical. <laughs> That's when this is. These are the times when Derek annoys me because it's like either do either be for, be there for her right. or don't. Don't. Right. Because um, I... there in 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 other seasons he would have cut through the interns, and waited with them. But in, in in this particular thing, yeah, he's just being, Derek, if you want me, you have me. If you don't, you don't. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you're not even trying here.
0: Well, I did, though, appreciate... I think in that moment, he didn't try at all. Um, I did appreciate how he approached... The Susan funeral thing before shit blew up with Thatcher where he was just like I just wanted to let you know I did bring a black suit and she was like thank you but this is something I I need to do on my own I thought that was a really like gentle way of like giving her enough space to make that choice but him also being like hey I'm here to support you but not being like I'm coming with you. Yeah. You, you know,
1: I have something on that. I think that I, I, that's how I, th- I think too. But I also think like in that moment, then when like chief hugged Meredith, even though she didn't want to be hugged, I think, but then needed it. Yeah. Sometimes Meredith needs to be pushed. She, cause she'll always push people away because right. she's always done it on her own. And I, I think like that was like Derek was thinking that was right. And I think it was, but I also don't think it would have been wrong if he would, if the Thatcher thing hadn't happened, that he just showed up there.
0: Oh, instead of having to be like I brought
1: right, and have her make the choice because she never, she's never gonna ask for help.
3: She yeah, ask for support. I, yeah, I think he just should have been there for her, um, without but I, I yeah. Because what
1: you're saying. no, yeah. yeah.
3: Some, sometimes, yeah, you're right. You can't get close to Meredith. You have to make yourself there. The way, the way Christina always just makes herself available to her, yeah. and she will, you know, she will kick Meredith in the ass if she needs to. Um, Derek should have had more moments like that, but the way they resolved the thing with the test was perfect and I'm glad that they did that because that was a big payoff in a way it, it's a case of less is more. They didn't need to do more than that because what they did had a massive impact.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think going back to the Derek thing. Yeah. You know, that's, because no. I I understand where you're both coming from, where, like, like kind of do what Christina does and just be there, but, like, I don't think, like, how do I want to say this? Like, I don't think Derek has learned that about Meredith yet, and I think later in seasons he does. Right. Um, and I, I have to say that often there is a connection between girlfriends and friends that is different than like the beginning of a love. Like sometimes like there feels like there's more at stake maybe like if you respond in a certain way to your partner, but like with your friends, you're just like, I'm ride or die with you. And like, we're going to do this or Mm -hmm. you're being a fucking idiot. Like get it together. Whereas like, I think Derek is kind of walking on eggshells sometimes with Meredith because she fucking tried to drown herself in a bathtub. You yeah. know, so he's very sensitive to those things. Yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah, um, good point. Maybe maybe I'm actually casting future knowledge about them onto <laughs> that's this episode. Okay. And yeah, it's hard to not do. Kind of yeah, I'm glad to get a new perspective because otherwise I just thought he was just being typical douchey <laughs> Derek, <laughs> yeah. but you're right the douchey thing really doesn't become a regular thing until much later in the show
1: you you guys i can sum it up this was my note right in the beginning i wrote derek is tired and sad and weird
3: (laughs) and he looked tired as shit when he was in that elevator i'm like dude have you slept this week
1: he was also kind of saying it like i brought my soup but don't don't, make me go yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah so i think um I don't know. I, it's just the beginning of a long-ass journey. So. Yeah.
0: Also, I went, huh, Derek is the best man, which cracks me up because, oh, like, yeah. Burke and Derek weren't friends at all, and, and now he's, like, right. asking I was going to say,
3: the in man. the first season, they loathed each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, and now he's and, the best man. <laughs> and all the way through the second and third season they haven't made a lot of progress on that front (laughs) so it was really weird dude chief is standing right there how did Derek or how did how did burke not ask him to be the best man
0: because it's a conflict of interest you know that
1: would have been good though it would have made burke chief easier maybe but
3: really to to ask Derek was (laughs) almost as random as asking like karev to be his best man what the Fox. He should have asked
0: George. Yeah, George is his guy. His
1: guy, yeah. Okay, are you guys you're ready right. for, George, for my? You're mind. right. You're right. <laughs> George was his guy. Why
0: Not
3: didn't you ask George? Oh my god, now I'm <laughs> totally annoyed on a whole different level with it. Why didn't he ask George? You know, oh god, you want to know? So stupid.
0: Wait, you want to know why? And this is kind of spoiler alerty, but I'm just gonna say because in the final scene they need Derek to be up at the altar.
1: Oh yeah.
3: All right. Just think about that I for next week. Oh, that's a good
1: point <laughs> too. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, okay, here is my my, um, my rant. My rant is, why the fuck is Burke distracting Christina before her test? Why did they schedule their wedding the day after the test? <laughs> there are so many things that are clearly just because television and drama that, like, in a real-life world, like... To me, Burke and Christina have been falling the fuck apart the past, like, six episodes in a way that frustrates me because, and I'm not going to sit here and critique the show hardcore, because it's television. But it could be avoidable? But no, like, I feel like they're creating these problems around the wedding for Christina and Burke, which, like, early Christina and Burke would not have had these fucking problems. He used to, like, understand her, and now suddenly he, like, is just all about this, like, picture-perfect wedding and this... Caring about the cake and caring about... I mean, he always has cared about them, but I feel like he used to compromise because he loved Christina and he understood that she would never be that person. But suddenly with this wedding in view, it's like all he wants is her to be that person. And like, don't fucking make her write her vows before her goddamn test. Like, it just...
0: Yeah, that is a little crazy. It's like so you dumb. know you know who Christina is. You know how like her life is surgery, and this is the biggest test she's had to date. You took the test, Burke. Yeah. Like you today. Remember? And yeah. then you're yeah. like, hey, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you, but do you have your vows for me? <laughs> and it's mm. like also like No.
1: Yeah. I wrote my vows <laughs> you know the what? morning of my wedding. Yep.
3: You don't need to it, it's <laughs> I said earlier that their relationship never really worked for me, and you just put it into perspective why. Because every time he was accepting Christina and and loving her the way she was. It was fine. But every time he decided yeah. that all of a sudden he wanted her to be a typical girlfriend, yeah, it went off the rails. And and it yeah. seemed like every other episode, it was one or the other. Another.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think it's very foreshadowy, but I, I just feel like... Ugh, just The bottom line is don't have your wedding the day after the test. Yeah, just... Why did they choose that date? Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: Why did that they get was married dumb. in, like,
1: a living room?
0: No, that's a... Owen oh, okay. and Christina. <laughs> okay. They get married in a church. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, the same church everyone gets married at. In yeah, in, in Grey's um, Anatomy. Um, uh, what else do I have? Also, about... I think it's funny that Addison goes to the bachelor party. Oh, I love
1: Derek that. And Derek is like,
0: I needed more bodies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Addison as one of the guys. Also, in terms of, like, those people all competing for chief. The fucking best line in this whole show is when they do rock, paper, scissors, and, all, Bailey, and
0: Bailey goes, all rocks, very, very typical. typical. <laughs> so funny, I have that note yep.
3: too. This is why I love Bailey so much, yes. because her observations on things are generally exactly what you would expect from her, and you think, why, doesn't, why don't more of these people on this show have the rational yeah. viewpoint that she does? Yep, she's like, all rocks. Yeah, and then uh, yep.
1: immediately following that, um, I think Mark Sloan says to Bailey, and it was also like my favorite line. He's like, "How does it feel to be the chosen one?" <laughs> <laughs> that line killed me because it's very Harry Potter. If you like like Harry Potter, and also just like Sloan saying that to her and her being like very smug afterwards was perfect.
0: Well, I thought Bailey had teaching moments up and down this oh, episode. Yeah, I mean, she had one to George. She had one to the to, attendings. Yeah, she. Had, like, a passive-aggressive one to Callie about, like, oh, you're, like, yeah. going up for yeah. chief, but, uh, or chief resident. Um, it is, it is interesting, though, because, like, the things aren't going to pan out the way she anticipates them, and she is, I think it's great that she's super confident, but she definitely thinks she has shit in the bag. And... Yeah,
1: yeah, and she probably does, like, yeah. Yeah, but
3: I'm still confused why it doesn't go that way. Because I watched the second episode and just like, what? Why did it go that way? It was so weird.
1: I do feel, though, like that's why this episode, like Callie nails those four surgeries all at once. She shows that she can play with the big dogs. She's capable. She's confident in her work. Like, I feel like it wasn't until this episode I was like, oh, I forget Callie is at the same level as Bailey and that she's very, like, she is also a contender. Like I didn't even think about it. So right. I wish they'd written that in a little bit more um in the like this season. Yeah. But but I I do feel like I feel like television didn't give us the chance to see Callie as a perfect contender until this episode, but I bet she actually is. Yes. Like um med- benefit of the doubt. Medically speaking. Yeah. Um
3: Yeah. Yeah, I could see. You're right. The show just didn't explain Right. It didn't give us enough information about why she ends up getting chosen right. um, on screen. But you're right. I mean, yeah, medically and, and in her, her field and her specialty and, you know, the yeah. way she is when she's not dealing with all the, the bullshit, she right. is great for it. Um, yeah. But, um, and yeah, we got to see her in the scrubs a couple times this episode yeah. and... Mm, that was nice. Anyways. Um <laughs> That damn. is so funny. Um, hey,
0: I have a question for you, J D. Yes. Because we don't get a lot of men, um, <laughs> on this on our show Shocking. and like in our group. Yeah. Um and I'm just like wondering like from like a male perspective, like, what is it about this show that you like, really enjoy. Because I feel like it's a show that a lot of women enjoy. Yeah. And I it's, appreciate having, like, a man on the podcast talking about it, you know?
3: It's the characters.
0: Okay. It's
3: the characters themselves. And I don't mean any specific characters. And I don't yeah. mean it's just, it's only the characters I watch it for. But I get, even the characters that kind of irritate me, I get invested in them.
2: yeah, And yeah.
3: and in particular, when, when this show, when the characters are all acting the way they should be acting it, they've got a, a dynamic between them that's just unbeatable and yeah. I will give them this even when some of the characters are acting a little wonky and out of character the chemistry between all of these people always works um, yeah. I think it's, it's rare on this show when they put a character in that I feel like doesn't fit in Right. Um, but I, I also feel like when, when the guys on this show are being guys, I can totally identify with it. And when they're being, you know, the guys, the significant other guys, I get that too. Um, and it never feels like they overdo it on either end of it because, yeah. um, you know, my significant thing, the other, she will say, oh, my God, men, guys, and all of that. And I am absolutely on that list because we can be a frustrating fucking species. <laughs> um, I can't imagine how you ladies deal with this shit. We have a podcast though,
0: where we talk about it every week.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? Because even though a lot of times, you know, you'll hear things on shows about, you know, um, you know, the male perspective on, on, uh, you know, females as a species in general, the way, okay, it's true. Sometimes when we're right, we're not. Sometimes when we're wrong, we are still wrong. Um, and that is, I mean, that is just how things tend to go. Um, but, um, maybe it's because I can just, I can see both sides of the argument so, I like that
1: you said that because I feel like – I, I love that you just said that, like, it's it the relationships that it shows feel relatable on both sides. It's not just, like, a show about women shitting on men and it's not a show about men shitting on no, women
3: and it, vice versa. The, It's both. The relationships that they show in detail, the ones that they actually linger on and that last, they have highs and they have lows and mm-hmm. they have and, – and the highs tend to be real high and the lows tend to be real low. But yeah. that is how real relationships yeah. work. It's true. There's never there are no fairy tale stupid relationships on this show. There are the characters that go into them wanting them to be Kelly yeah. with George. she yeah. felt like it could be um, a fairy tale relationship when when um, when, um, um, when Owen and uh, Christina get together later. He feels like it could be the fairy tale relationship right um, yeah. when Alex and Joe get together much later for a while, it feels like uh he wants it to be the the fairy tale she wants it to be the fairy tale, and it always feels completely natural because mm-hmm. when they hit the low point, that too feels natural because that yeah, is that the way sense. relationships go they're never. Hang on. I'm
0: sorry to interrupt you.
1: <laughs> oh, we muted it. Um, um, okay, so yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Um, I wanted to talk about too, if we can switch gears <clears> quick. <throat> hi,
3: sorry. We, um, we no, 25. you're fine. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? That's that's my perspective is I love really it. on this show. Yeah, that you never, because real life relationships look sometimes they're great and sometimes they suck, and when they suck. <laughs>
0: They suck everything really sucks they suck everything
3: off. around you sucks because the relationship is just sometimes you feel like it's 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 uh it's a plane crash site spoiler for later. Um, spoiler alert. And then, but but or when like it's going run. well but, you know yes sometimes you just feel like maybe i could drown just a little bit but you know um and then when it's really good sometimes you feel you like you want to
1: build a house of candles
3: <laughs> yeah yes you want to build a house of candles oh, you want know. to um you know you want to sing you want to have you want to have, have a flash mob episode. that proposed that for somebody proposes to somebody else in an absolutely glorious scene that didn't last long enough yeah um, wait and I, I like movie. the musical episode. Oh, I'm bro. the guy. I'm the no, guy that no. likes the musical episode. I'm the person that likes But, it. J.D., it's because um, you
0: love Callie. What, yeah, and she's well, a yes, fucking but, star, and she's <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah.
3: Um, well, yeah, but see, I also like when everybody on that show sings, because there was a, there was a <laughs> live recording of it that I was watching on YouTube one day what? where they get most of the cast up there, to sing the show live, to sing those songs live in front of an audience. And it's really cool to see.
1: I'm pretty sure um, uh, Breeze Purgatory will be her listening to Owen sing. Stand not- up. Uh, okay, it. wait. Oh, I love
3: that. I love that. <laughs> so great because I didn't realize that Kevin, Kevin McKidd could sing before that.
1: Can he, though? Um,
3: <laughs> yes, I think he can. But then I will sing karaoke. I shouldn't, but I yes. will. Um, you know, I
0: think, um, Janie, I think it was just an interesting choice. Like, we have Grey's Anatomy for a reason. Why are we doing a musical <laughs> episode? <laughs> okay, but let's... But
1: we're not on the musical no, episode. No, I'm, I'm going to be the bitch that brings us back. No, this is there's what you're a, here for. There's, a, <laughs> there's one thing I want to talk about before we get to, the, like, the end end. And I want to just say that the scene with George and Meredith, when Meredith doesn't take the test, and, you know, people try sitting by her, but when George does, and they have that metaphor about the train, yes. and, like... They just, they're on this train and they want the train to stop. I like love that metaphor because sometimes I very much relate to that. I feel like I just need a fucking minute really yeah. quick. And um, also, like in the Dear Evan Hansen song, in one of the songs, there's like a metaphor about that. Love but, it. But um, it's just like, stop it, stop it, just let me off. Like that's the line. And I feel like that was like the perfect metaphor for that, and I just really thought, like, that's where George finally admits out loud that, like, when your parents, like he says, like, when your parents die, you make decisions that are not the right one.
0: Yeah, like Mary and Kelly. Like Mary
1: and Kelly. So we finally get him saying that out
2: loud. Mm-hmm. You know
3: what? Yeah. Thankfully, I cannot relate to that, because thankfully, both of my parents are still here, <laughs> yeah. and I can't deal with it. I do know people who have gone through it, but I can't relate to it because people always say, you know, people that have their parents, they'll say to people that lose their parents, oh, oh, I can only imagine what you're going through. No, you probably can't,
2: you probably can't,
3: you probably don't want to. I don't want to experience that anytime soon, but that is a good point that I hadn't given it any thought, even though as goofy as I think the marriage decision was between Callie and George. You he put it in some perspective. Shit? That probably yeah. is why, because Absolutely. he wasn't in his right mind. Oh,
1: no. no! Um, and she was, like, there for him and wanting to make out with him in the hospital room all the time. So, like, yeah, he was and very he was like,
0: yeah.
3: Um, and, and you know what? Watching her interact with, with his family was always a joy. <laughs> um, and it really just made me wish that they could have worked a little better and we could have seen a little bit more with them because... She could even handle his brothers because George mm-hmm. couldn't. Right. Um. Yeah.
1: We'll have to, we'll have to, um, like to, to finish this up, but when we, we'll have to interview you again sometime when we get to the part when Callie and Mark and Arizona are all happening all at once and how you're. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. But, but um, I feel like we should get to the final, like, there's like oh. boom, boom, boom things that happen. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So we have, first of all, I just want to say chief is a magoo when he's talking through the door to adele and he's yeah. like, i'm not dating yet but i intend to, to. Ju- yeah <laughs> um but so sad that he feels yeah like he dead. was
3: really being a moron at that very moment
0: <laughs> yeah uh, he was
3: but as as a guy who's done that before yeah, that's about what it feels like when you're actually doing that. You feel like, what am I doing here? What am I saying? Nobody's listening. <laughs> in this case, literally nobody was. Yeah. But I've been there. And that's uh, why it was awkward to watch because I'm like,
0: she's done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but then goes in and I, I felt, I felt uh, really bad because I have like someone has told me a story about like. Dealing with like a couple who were elderly and like found their significant yes. other and like communicated with them during that time, and it's it's really sad to think like Chief had that experience, right? Exactly, like yeah. that's your love, and you're right. seeing them in a very compromised position. Yeah, her like blood is she's bleeding out, fast. out and yeah. like. And um, like him screaming, like somebody help me! Oh, that like cut me to my core. Yeah, it made my stomach hurt. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: that 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 did suck. Because honestly, I wish we could have seen outside the bathroom where somebody actually did hear it. Because yeah. I'm curious who got there first. Yeah,
0: um, and like you, you know, he and it's, he is a doctor, but he's like somebody help me. Like you know, you just kind of lose all of that when right. you're.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's your because he's watch. a doctor, but he's also a person and 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 everything Mm -hmm. yeah and everything at that point feeling that (laughs) helpless again i felt helpless before yeah. you know kids kids have gotten hurt and stuff before but i've never experienced that depth and i'm not looking forward to that either yeah
1: it's, it's a really sad scene and and in that moment you just feel for him and like any like annoying of adele or any like the fact that they're separated goes away and you're like holy shit like that's the person that he loves despite everything right and she's she's down so that that is is i'm interested to see where that goes because i forget because i haven't watched this finale in a long time and i'm so fucking excited to watch it um Um, and then the 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 freaking bar scene
0: yeah, we got.
1: I forgot this Lexi happened. in
0: the fucking bar, dude. I wrote.
1: First of all, one note: Lexi gets her hair gets so much better. Mm-hmm. A second note: I wrote, "Oh shit, Lexi, Derek." I forget this, and then I wrote, "This is weird. He is scummy." Like. Um. Oh.
3: I, I felt. Um. What's the opposite of the GGBS where you're completely creeped out? <laughs>
1: And that was me um, watching this scene. I'm like, dude, creepy, creepy, creepy.
3: CCO, completely creeped out. Yeah, CCOs. Yes, there we go. It was CCO all over the place. I'm like, dude, you are creepy. And the fact yeah. that she has no idea who he is, and I'm just so glad. I was glad the first time I watched this, and I've been glad on every and on every time I've watched it, it again. I am so glad that they did not decide <laughs> to have him go home with yes. her because that would have
0: been terrible.
2: Ugh.
3: I don't think. That's and then I mean, if they had decided to do that and then drag that plot line before right, Meredith be found out, thank God they didn't because you know how later on they sort of drag out before, uh, before everybody finds out about uh little gray and Mark Sloan. If they had done that with Derek and Lexi, I don't even know if I could
0: have handled it. I think we probably all would have stopped watching the show and Shonda Rhymes knew that. I I feel
1: like it's... Yeah. I like, though, that they, like, reflected the scene how Meredith first met Derek. Yes. And so, like, the difference in that is at this, like... I think even though Derek and Meredith are on the rocks, the fact that he denies this, does not have a drink with her, shows that he's still... Like, there is a... Like, he's still with Meredith, even though it might be weird and on eggshells right now. Yeah. And, um... So it shows, like, growth on his part, in my opinion. And also, go ahead.
2: I was
3: going to say, it's the mirror of that scene that gave me the creeps. I'm like, please don't, please don't, please don't. Okay, they did it.
1: Yeah, because you forget. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, I forgot. How is this going to go? Like, I I can imagine the first time watching it being like, oh. But you don't know that that's Meredith's sister yet. No. also everyone. Like, don't, we are the only ones that know that because we've seen it. Right. And she did not say what her
0: name was or yeah, anything. she just said her name was, what? Did she even say Lexi? I don't think she even said no, her No, she name. just said, no, so we don't know yet. We just know that she's a girl in a bar. She's the girl in the bar. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. I,
3: Again, we're casting our future knowledge right. on right. an early development. But still, um,
0: because like, thank God. Yeah, because my response wasn't so much um, CCOs. <laughs> um, I... Wasn't like pleased with it, but I was like, "Good on you, Derek. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, he kind of flirted a little bit, but let's be honest, who hasn't flirted a little oh, bit? Yeah, when someone has been like, you want to go to drink, and you're like, huh, you know, it's really kind of you, right? Can't, you know, I think he I, wanted to, but he didn't. which Wait, right, and so I part. wasn't that creeped out, and I think we're all creeped out by it because of the idea of what it actually stands for now that we know. Who yes, is. you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. Like. I thought it was kind of an encouraging scene of, yeah, like, yeah. she's another girl in the bar, and that's how he met Meredith, and he's like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out, you know? Right, right. So, no, that's
1: a really good point, Bree. I, I feel like you're right. If I think about that just as a different girl, that'd be more of an empowering scene, because you're like, oh, Derek likes Meredith. Like, he's not gonna cheat on her. right that's right
3: yeah i didn't give that any consideration so you probably did point. the
1: first time you watched it but you forgot because then you watched it again yeah <laughs> yes, um also the,
0: the client i have the wiki thing oh, right here okay. yeah um also i just want to say the other climber has an head. so there's that <clears> and <throat> that way too
1: yeah i'm trying to gross see
0: if I, <laughs> trying to see if i have any
1: outlier notes really quick just like funny weird ones um I don't think Other I. Other than do. also as like a wedding photographer, don't fucking have your bachelor party the night before your wedding.
0: Who did that? Yeah, that's that? a terrible idea. Uh, oh, I have one outlier note. Yeah. At the bachelor party, and Joe's bar, there was a skeleton in the back with them waving a sign that said, <laughs> um, "Dr. Bones on call." <laughs> that's my new name. Yeah, what it was the really shit. funny. There was like a skeleton behind Derek yeah. when they were like sitting down talking. And I think it was moving and And it lights around it. Dr. Bones on call. My, my other
1: outlier note is this is why I will never do Everest.
0: Yeah. No, don't (laughs) terrible idea. My last note was, wow. Ah, what an ending. I wrote (laughs) everyone is passing out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you want me to read notes and trivia? Yes. Okay. So this title, this episode's title originated from the song testing one, two, three originally sung by bare naked ladies. Oh, um, this episode scored 19.58 oh. million viewers. Um, this is, is it Shiler Lee? I don't know. Or Ky-
3: Kyler. Sh- it's Kyler? I think it's, yeah, or, yeah. yeah, I think it's Kyler.
0: Kyler Lee's first appearance on the show as Meredith's sister, Lexi oh, Gray. Oh. And this is the only episode in which all of the Grey's sister, Meredith, Lexi, oh, and are, Molly, and appear. Episode. Yeah. Molly, that's her name. Molly, not Megan. So.
3: Oh, she did have a name. Okay, I couldn't remember, honestly. God. I wasn't yeah. even sure if they had named her.
1: Yeah. Because she, yeah. she was pregnant, and she was an Addison's patient once. But, um, yeah, wow. I mean, good episode. Let's rate it. I... I feel great about this one because it really made me want to watch the next one, and I feel like that feeling doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and
0: give it an eight scalpel's. It had everything I need in grace. Eight scalpel's, JD. Eight. Eight scalpel's. Yep. Well, this is right on par. I even wrote it on my list. So really, seven scalpel's because I always rate lower than everyone else. So seven scalpel's, um, which was big for me, Um, and I wrote it beforehand, meaning. I actually really rated it that. Um, JD, do you have any final thoughts before we allow you to call time of death? Uh, ooh,
3: nice. Um, no, honestly, I just want to thank you for, you know, uh, letting me come on and join join in the uh, surgery here, because it's it's been a blast. So, and I was Absolutely. excited about it. So, thank you.
1: I think this is fun and it's so much fun to have just a male perspective and to have a male fan and it just sounds, I just, you participate in the Facebook group, which has been awesome too. Please
0: and continue to do we that. We thank
1: you for that and it feels like we're getting to know all the people, like real life. life yeah, so which it makes I it love fun.
0: and you had great insight and you're just a really lovely human. So yeah. thanks for so. spending your evening with us. Thank My you thank you.
3: Us.
1: And, um, yeah, we're going to let
0: you call time of death. Unless you don't want to. If you can add 12 to the number
3: it's, then you're good. Oh, I did a couple years in the army. Yeah, I got (laughs) this. Okay, the time of death is 2043.